Awesome. That'd Seriously, be... I'm a quick one when it comes to that. Like real I quick. Just, you just want to be quick, in and out. Dude. I don't got time to like make love to my myself. <laughs> I just need to be real quick. Now, is is it to use lotion? <laughs> no, sir. No. See, I, I, apparently, uh, apparently, lotion. apparently, that's a weird thing for some people. They go like, "How can you do it without lotion?" I'm like, "Man, it's not that." I don't know. I just spit on my hands. Exactly. <laughs> 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 All right. Preferably after I've I've done I've shot flonase in each nostril. That's what I just did, but I, I do Afrin. This stuff is addictive, but I I I I went from like three or four times a day to like yeah, because breathing is addictive. Exactly, you want to be able to get that flow. All right, welcome everybody to Bramble On Podcast episode number forty three. I'm here with Wait, Eric and Steve. We yeah, we're starting. We on? Yeah, we're on. We're live. We're live. <laughs> Do it live. Do it live. All right. All right. That's Eric and Steve. You heard them both. Eric's coming from Hollywood. He just had a crazy ass night out there, partying it up on the freaking. Uh, where were you last night, Eric? He was at the Oscars. No, he was. Not, what, he, were you setting up the red carpet? <laughs> no, we did a show in the Echo Park Comedy Pop Up, and afterwards we uh, we went to the Comedy Store on Sunset. But uh, it was the first time. Uh, since moving out here that I finally got I mean this has kind of like been on my bucket list it's not really that exciting or whatever but you know living on the east coast you always heard about Sunset Boulevard and you know all the glam rock bands and how you can get into so much trouble there so last night was the first time that me and my buds went up and down the Sunset Strip and uh, got to partake somewhat in the festivities I'll tell you man there's all kinds of characters that come out in New York but dude, out there in Hollywood, man, <laughs> I seen so many freaks. <laughs> well, it's Hollywood, bro. I mean, that's like the free capital of the world, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, man. I mean, I've been to some I, freaky places. I've been to uh, to Amsterdam. That was pretty freaky. But I, I would think Hollywood yes, is, even, is 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 even crazier than that. Yeah, Amsterdam was far out. Um, I do remember Amsterdam because I went on the Y2K New Year's, and there was a. Uh, there was a party going on in this, like, it was like a third floor building, and me and my friend, we could see it. But we went around the building, and, we, you know, obviously we were like, yo, let's try to get in. And there were no doors to the building. We did not find a door. What? So, like, my friend just, like, kind of leaned up against the, the building, and, you know, we were about to just conversate on, you know, what was our next plan of attack, like, where you want to go. And, like, the fucking wall kind of opened up, and this guy, like, he was letting out some people. Like, they were obviously leaving the party, and he saw us. He's like, yo, you guys want to come in? All right. <laughs> and uh, they were just – they were listening to, some, like, some weird music and doing, like, weird dances, but it was some sort of a New Year's Eve party. So right. we hung out for a little bit, and then we left. That's pretty cool. Well, you sound like you had a fucking awesome night. I sat in my fucking basement um, feeling like <laughs> shit. Uh that's about that for me. Steve, what you been up to? You went to Florida, right? I went to Florida. Got uh for the last time because my wife's family is selling their condo down there, so you know, we had to help like clean up and do all that stuff. So I was went went out there for, I don't know, 5 days. The last 2 days I 
decided I wanted to have a uh, hundred and two fever. It's not bad. Know, while, <laughs> yeah, while I was down there. So yeah. Why didn't Why didn't you shoot for a hundred and three fever? Because I didn't want to die. <laughs> yeah, I wanted, I, I wanted to get right to the edge, you know. So I gotta ask, if you do not own this place, why the hell did you have to go down there to help them clean it? Because he's Cause married. I would have said no. Not he's... not clean it, just get stuff, help them get stuff together that they are taking back with them. So I have to believe that you've enjoyed that residence many times in the past. Then. Yeah. Okay. And so now so that's you feel gone. Like obligated to help because like you spend your well, time there. Yeah, I'm, I can't. You know, have. My wife's dad, who's sick with cancer, you know, lift heavy stuff. I have to. Oh, okay. Well, you help him out. <laughs> now I'm the son of a bitch. Yeah, you are. I was I was gonna let you keep going, Eric, but yeah, I'm happy Steve stopped you. Uh, well, welcome back, Steve. I'm happy you're healthy now. So I'm feeling a little better too. I'm getting over a little bit of a cold. Uh, before we get into it, uh, Bramble on Podcast, episode number 43. You can find us on uh, SoundCloud, uh, iTunes. Stitcher Radio, uh, Facebook.com slash Brambleon Podcast, Twitter at Eric underscore only, Brambleon Alex, Brambleon Steve. Hit us up whenever you want. Leave us a comment, suggestion, question, thumbs down, thumbs up, anything. We love it. Uh, that being the case, all that out the way, let's get into the show. Now, we have uh, what just happened the last couple of weeks. Now, we had an episode right before the Super Bowl, and I had a question for you guys before we get into the actual meat of the show. How much longer... Can Tom Brady do what he does? Another solid three or four years. Three or four years. The man's going to be 43. 44. Don't matter, man. Guys. He's going to be 40 now? He's like what? this year? Isn't he 39 right now? He ain't mm. slowing down, man. He's yeah. It's that new diet he has. What is that? He eats nothing but babies. Oh, okay. He's... <laughs> That's a cool diet. He's, 30... <laughs> He's 39. He's going to be 40 before the new season starts. I'm telling you, man, he's got he's got a solid three years, man. He may win one or two more Super Bowls. Do you really think so? Now, I, I heard that the Patriots are in the fifth best position when it comes to financials coming up into the new season. That means they have, like, a really good cap space, ability to get some better players, and that's kind of freak, that freaks me out as a football fan knowing that the Patriots, who just won a Super Bowl, are in the fifth best position to add to their roster this year. That just, like, that's that's insane to me. I'll tell you what, but but the Patriots have been better when they didn't have the other superstar players. I'm not talking about superstar players, but they can get a lot of role players that that Belichick yeah. happens to like groom and like massage their muscles with milk in order to get them to win Super Bowls. I mean, it's with kind milk? of yes. <laughs> you, you ever seen uh you ever seen uh, uh, Little Giants? Yeah, yeah, that guy yeah. with with the son that's like out of this world. He's like, I massage his muscles with milk at night. <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Yeah, they're a winning organization, man, for up and down from the fucking the guy that runs the organization to the fucking ball boy. Well, it's like don't uh, play no, with no. girls. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, they, they know how to win. That's a winning franchise, dude. Um, exactly. I, think, I mean they got he's got a good offensive line, so um I think as long and he's so calm and cool in the pocket and everything, so as long as he don't get like tackled, he can go forever, man. They're just so good. As I don't know if, if you say five years, you think he's got man. five more years? He said three to four, yeah. Oh, three. To I four. think he's got three to four like really good years left, but he might play for another five. I think he wants to play for five more. I don't know, man. He can fucking uh, to me. 
I always thought it was pretty cool with the dudes that win the championship like right at the end of their career and they just, you know, they call it quits, man. Call it quits when you're a winner. I mean, yeah. not that he's not a winner, but you know what I mean? Like, yo, you're the champ right now. It's be all right to say, okay, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, not for nothing. Last year, he had the lowest amount of interceptions in all his career. Yeah, he he just gets better with age. He's like, like a, wine. He, he's like a fine wine, exactly. A fine wine. Yeah. yeah, he's on some weird diet, so that's probably what's, what it is. Is it that I'm fucking awesome in a superhero diet? Well, you ever see his uh, mattress commercial? He sleeps on that good mattress. He sleeps on Giselle Bunchen. That's what he sleeps on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, congratulations to the Patriots. I'm not a fan of them, but they won. And they did it in historic fashion. It was a good Super Bowl. Actually, interesting to watch. So, um, moving on. A little sad news today. Bill Paxton of Titanic and Twister fame, unfortunately, passed away this, uh, was it this morning or yesterday? Uh, I think it was today because I just got the pop-up today about it. Um, yeah, he had, he had apparently had just had surgery and, um, and unfortunately passed away from, uh, from, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why do they do that? I hate automatic play videos, man. It's so annoying. Um, complications from a surgery doesn't say what surgery though. Like what, what was he going on? Uh, let me see. Let me see. I'm doing a little bit of research over here. That being the case in the meantime, Eric, you brought up an awesome fact, put, put, put this out there for about pill Baxter. Yeah. Uh, it's here on, uh, ABC seven NY and Bill Paxton. When he was a little boy, he was in the crowd when JFK was assassinated in Good Dallas. Lord. So he could say, like, yeah, that's I was so there. That's pretty far out, man. Um, he also doesn't have a star on the Walk of Fame. What? Nah. Really? Interesting. Yeah, and, uh, you know, this one, it's a real short article, but it says also that he is one of the, like, blue-collar stories in Hollywood that he got, he started working in the art department for Roger Corman, who used to make, uh, like, he's like one of the B-movies. He was like the B-movie king. Right. And uh, that's how he got, you know, he worked his way up. So, yeah, man, um, the John F. Kennedy thing, though, is mind blowing. That is kind like of seriously, crazy. like how many people are left in this world that can say that they were there when John F. Kennedy was uh, assassinated? That's nuts. Well, um, that's did we lose Steve? Yeah, I think we lost Steve. Steve, where'd you go, Steve? It's that gray Internet that he just fucking re-upped on. Yeah, that thing looks like it sucks, to be honest with you. Um, man, he's got the worst uh, luck with internet. He does. He, you know what it is? I think he always tries to find the cheapest solution. At the end of the day, you got to pay a little more to get a little more, in my opinion. But and all the cable well, companies could it also suck. be the his house, like the wiring and everything. Well, I mean, he does live in a neighborhood where there's like a lot of house. There's it's like almost a townhome, so like there's a lot of volume going on through there. So I'm assuming that they don't have the pipes fat enough for Steve's internet usage. Um, That's fucking horse shit. It is. Back to Pill Paxton. You know, this guy was in Weird Science. Yes, he was. He was Chet. Chet in Weird Science. I can't believe that, man. He was also Simon in uh, True Lies. He pisses his pants that's when Arnold Schwarzenegger right. push him off the bridge or something, off that, the ledge. <clears throat> that's right. At the end, I think he's really famous for Titanic and Twister, though. That Those are his two biggest claims to fame. Uh, well, he was an alien, too. I, I think that was when I was introduced to him because I saw aliens in the theater. That's how old I am. 
you're an old fuck. God damn, dude. Uh, but yeah, I, I guess that might have been the first time that like everyone got an eye on him. He played like that whiny dude. He ends up getting uh, he ends up getting got towards the end. But um, yeah, dude, I, I I dug him. He was in a bunch of flicks that I I was into. Not really a fan of Twister though. No, nah, I mean it was an alright movie. Um, Cause I don't like the the broad that's in that. Who's that? Helen Hunt, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I never really dug her, man. I one, I don't think she's as great as an actress. Um, not really into the movies that she makes, and not really attracted to her look. But, anyways. Well, it's unfortunate. Rest in peace, Mister uh, Bill Paxton. Um, I haven't seen him in yeah, anything yeah. In, a, in a long time, but you know, it's kind of sad. I mean, now I always, I always wonder about this. You know, I've sometimes seen like you think he's gonna be in the in memoriam tonight. You think that's the yeah he'll make the cut. You think he'll make? I the don't cut? know, man. Um, I feel like uh, it wasn't last. When did Prince die? Because I think last year he might have passed away, and then or maybe I'm wrong. I feel like somebody passed away last year, and I read the article. Um, somebody passed away right around awards time, and that award skipped him. But right. then this this past awards just was like a week or two ago. They actually honored him then. Like right. I guess maybe there's a cutoff, you know? Because what do they do like a slideshow and shit. Yeah, I mean, how hard is it to add him to a slideshow? Yeah, I know. Because I mean, um, that's right. The Oscars are today. Yep. I've never watched one of those. Uh, I don't get into award shows. Welcome back, Steve. Steve, you're yeah. back. That fucking internet you got there is awesome. It's no, it wasn't the internet. It was Skype itself. I don't believe you. What happened? I, all right, uh, I'm fucking lying. I get it. All right. Well, Steve's back. Now we can continue it's the easier, show. It's easier to blame the internet. We sat here silently for the amount of time you weren't here. What are you doing? What's on your phone, bro? Oh, oh I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean hey, to like. Alex, I can't see you. Why? I don't know. It's dark in there. Where where is Alex? Alex don't have no windows wherever he's at. No, his picture's not up. Eric, I see you. I don't see Alex. I'm so. definitely visible to you, bro. I'm div- Eric, can you see me? Yes, I can. Okay. So I also see all that those nail polishes that are on the uh, <laughs> wall over there. Hold on. Uh, I don't know. You, I, I, I'm there. there. I'm here. You there? Can you hear you me? There? Can you hear me? All right, cool. All technical bullshit aside, moving on. Okay. Bill Paxton, rest in peace. Bill Paxton, yeah. rest in peace. Alex, you gonna watch Titanic today? No, um, I'm actually, I actually gotta, I'm gonna go through the process of backing up all my DVDs and getting rid of all that shit. Getting rid of like the physical disc? Yeah. Nice. See, that's what I did before I moved. Remember when you guys took them all from me? Yeah, but uh-huh. but did you back them up? Uh, the ones that I liked. See, I'm trying to find the best solution, the quickest, most efficient way, in order to back up about 300 DVDs. Uh- and where are you, where are you at with that process? Like, what are you thinking? I literally just just thought up the idea. I got me a external. You the idea? No, no. I just I got myself an external DVD drive because my computer doesn't have a DVD drive right. on it. Um, because how much did that cost? Twenty three bucks. Nice. And uh, real quick, timeout. Did you know that the cheapest DVD player at Best Buy is thirty five bucks? I would think a DVD player would be cheaper than thirty five bucks. Continue. Yeah. Yes, I agree. <laughs> Why would you pay $35 for that? Anyway, so I'm I'm in the process of just literally received it today. I love that Amazon delivers on Saturday. I mean, on Sunday, too. Yeah, fucking right, they do. Yep. So um, just just started. Just thought up the idea yesterday. Anyway, 
So well, let's transition to that into MP3s. Yeah, go ahead. What 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 would you have about? Because it has the same thing. Um, so do you guys use the CD player in your car? No. Yeah. Who the hell does that? Nobody. So my car has the USB drive. Wait, wait, there. Wait, wait. Before you go on, I did see that there's so many people that don't use it. They now have a phone holder. That yes. fits into the slot of the that CD drive. That is brilliant drive. you said that because <laughs> Amazon just delivered one to my house yesterday for Scooter. Really? Yeah. Okay, cool. And she got the idea. She was just in uh, Phoenix last weekend visiting a friend, and she had it. And, oh, that's a great idea. Right. And she came home and Amazon that shit. Yep. So, uh, anyways, um, I was thinking about putting just a bunch of music on a USB and keeping it in my car. So instead of streaming and using data at times, I can just, uh, you know, throw this, this USB in and let's have, you know, my favorite music. And it got me thinking about just MP3s in general, how, uh, I mean, 10 years ago, MP3s was how we listened to music. You know, now it's all streaming, but do you remember back when it was like, Oh, how many gigs of music do you have? Oh, I got 20 gigs of fucking music. Right. Oh, I got 180 gig. I fill up one of those iPod classics. It's like, dude, who gives a shit? You have 100 and whatever gigs of uh, MP3s. God knows you do not listen to 130 gigs of MP3s. <laughs> you know, there's your favorites, and there's probably half of those songs you skip over. Uh, my but- iPod, I have 30,000 songs on. I listen to about 20. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, just... I got that thought the other day and it was like, wow, man, like, you know, if I go to these hard drives, I probably got like 80 gigs of music and, you know, do I listen to any of it? No. (laughs) But at one time it was what was cool and it's how you judged yourself and judged yourself against other people. It's, you know, my music collection is bigger than yours. Well, it's it's funny you say that because I was just, um, I bought myself a server uh, around Christmas time to hold all my files. A NAS? A NAS. Nice. I got to do that up in here. Yeah, I bought one of those things, 16 terabytes, ready to go. So I was backing up all the shit off my computer, started off with, with, you know, all the media first. And I noticed that I did have like 130 gigs worth of music. Nice. I haven't touched that. Like since, since Spotify, I have no reason to touch that. Exactly. Like, what's the point? You could get any song I just you do want. The- yeah, I just do the free Spotify on my MacBook here. Right. Um, although, what's it like? Ten bucks? It's more than ten bucks, isn't it? No, it's thirteen. Te- bucks? It's ten bucks for one user, and then fifteen bucks for a family right. of five, I believe. And so, uh, so, sometimes I think about doing it. Um, I don't have that many subscription services. I have just a few. Um, in fact, it's funny because they all like the yearly subscription. It sucks because I seem to have gotten them all in like March, April time frame, and they're all going to be up. Uh, Pretty soon, like uh, my um, Netflix, my Costco, which right. is actually a big deal because gas out here is so expensive. Costco is significantly cheaper. Right. And uh, my Amazon is up. And, you know, it's just they all are up at the same time. So, you know, it's $100 for this, 50 bucks for this. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, I got – Um, I mean, I have that. I have Netflix. I have DirecTV now, which is actually 35 bucks a month. That's actually pretty good. In, in retrospect now since I've had it 35 bucks and you get all these channels and it's kind of like having cable but not so um, when I do need it it's there so it's pretty cool um, all right well mp3s 
Who still and uses DVDs them? and DVDs? Who still uses them? Now I'm trying to think: Is there an easy way to get rid? Of, can Can I actually get something for all my DVDs? I looked up services online that give you like five to ten cents a piece. Cents. Cents. Wow, that's a kick in the nuts. So that's like, like it's like collecting Coke cans, right? I, I I mean, I could probably get thirty to forty bucks for all those DVDs. You know what? I would maybe donate them, take them to the library. Let somebody else get used. I mean, seriously, yeah. you may get a tax write-off. I mean, it may be a couple bucks. You're definitely going to get a tax write-off. They're, they're, they're going to give you a receipt, you know? Um, that's not a bad give idea. Give it to the library or something or like a school. Yeah, that's not a bad I mean, yeah. I don't know if, this, if a school wants well, bad right. boys too, but, you know, it's cool. Yeah, I know. <laughs> once I said that, I thought of that. Yeah. But, um, but no. I don't think the school wants showgirls. Exactly. I don't have showgirls. <laughs> um, but, or porkies. Yeah. Um. I was looking at. I think I'm gonna keep all the collector's edition and the rest of the shit. I'm just gonna let it go. If anything, that's a one movie deal, like little box that I bought. That one. Box. Box means two things. It does mean two <laughs> things. Well, what are your thoughts on a Blu-ray? Like, I, did you ever get into Blu-ray? I have a couple, and there've only been selective movies where, like, I wanted the the Batman triple pack. You know, right. like the yeah. good movies. You, exactly. You good- or like they had a special edition of Back to the Future, of all three movies on Blu-ray. I bought that. I- um, I've never fucked with Blu-ray. Never, I never had a player. Never rented any. Is the quality yes. th- that much better? Yes. Oh, really? Yeah, it is. It, it's much better than DVD. But again, I only have maybe ten Blu-rays. Maybe that may be probably less than that. Uh, like I said, very specific movies that I really, really liked. So, and, and Blu-ray is like, um, what was that? It was like Sony's kind of like that's a proprietary thing, right? Well, Sony was part of like the the head. The, the head partner in the in the in you know pushing Blu-ray versus HD DVD, which I believe was Toshiba or whoever the hell that the other company was, uh, it won out. But you know it's limited time. I don't see Blu-ray lasting for more than another maybe three to four years before it's obsolete as well. And like everybody moves moves all to streaming. That's it. There's not going to be any more physical media. So Steve, you're gonna have to like you know watch movies on stream, but you're gonna have to get better internet because that shit sucks. I, my my internet is fine, my man. I was watching Netflix last night. What were you I watching? No what? What were you watching? Uh, well, actually, I was watching Amazon. I was watching um The Infiltrator. Oh, so did that you get Netflix movie. yet? I use uh my wife's sister's account. Oh, nice. You should watch some shit on there. There's some good stuff. No, I watch a lot of stuff on there. I like to watch the documentaries. I'm a documentary kind of guy. Yeah, me too. Me I've too. Seen, I've I've seen a whole bunch of them. Since uh, we're talking about documentaries, real quick, quick plug on Netflix. Yeah. Abstract. Abstract. Yeah. The, it's like a six part documentary about design. I don't know if you're if you're into art and shit, it's fucking awesome. The best one is the her name is Ez E S. She's the stage, uh, designer, dude. Watch if you're gonna watch any episode, it's that one. The things this woman comes up with is fucking amazing. She did all the sets for U2 on their tour, and uh, Kanye West and Jay Z. Yo, it's fucking out of this world what this woman creates. Um, yeah. Definitely give that one a look. Um, Abstract: The okay. Art of Design, That's, season one. How many episodes are this? I think it's six or six. I think six or eight, maybe eight. six. I yeah. think. Eight. Oh, eight. Yep. Is it really eight? Wow. Yep. I watched them all but one, and I will say the first one. The illustrator, that one's I think is the toughest one. It's slow, and the guy doesn't really have any personality. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he kind of does, but I just wasn't feeling him. But yes, if you're gonna watch any of them, watch the set design one. I think it's like three or four. 
There's also the guy that created all the. This is another one to watch. The guy that created all the Jordan sneakers. What's the name of the sh What's the name of the uh, the documentary? I just told you. Abstract. Oh, abstract. Oh, that's one of the episodes in there. Yes. Oh, okay. 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 Got it. Cool. He's got like a real interesting name, so that's how you'd know it was him. Well, Anyways, whatever. Everybody. Yeah, it's a good one. Check it out. Everybody, go out there watch Abstract. I yeah. think I, I, I want to. Well, if you're into art, shit, not everyone has an open mind. I'm definitely thinking about definitely watching. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't play, don't play. Um, definitely interested in the sneaker one because I like actually like Jordans and I sort of kind of collect them. So. Yeah, it's a it, it, that one's a good one too. Yeah. Um. So what what else are you watching over there, uh, Steve? I mean, the Infiltrator. That sounds real porno. It's the one with uh Brian Cranston when he plays the uh, money launderer for Pablo Escobar and the Medina. Now is that a movie or is that a series? No, it was a movie. Oh, it's a pretty good movie. It's good. I thought this was on Netflix. I guess they moved it over to because uh, you know these two companies go back and forth, right? Like Netflix has a bunch of shit one month, then they stop streaming that, and then Amazon Prime picks up and. Yeah, and watch, and streams that same shit. So yeah, I like, watched it off of Amazon. Right. When you when you throw in Hulu, those are the three that I use. Right. That was Hulu. I've, I wanted to like get into Hulu's good if you like television. Like the majority of their catalog is the sh the shit that's on the network TV shows, right? Yeah. Right. Um, I I think I might have plugged this one too on the uh, on the show before, but I'm gonna give it another shout out because it's really well written. But you guys got to give Superstore a shot. Superstore. Yeah, it's like a comedy. It's kind of like the Office style, right? But it is, um, it's about like a a Walmart. It's a it's a store called Cloud Line Nine. Uh -huh. <laughs> Dude, it's really funny. The characters in it are like all the type of people you would encounter at a Walmart, and oh, it's, it's really good. The oh, jokes are really good. It's a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I think it's like the, it's in the second or third season. Yep. The thing with Hulu that's good is like when a show comes on like tonight, tomorrow it's on Hulu. Right. New so show. Yeah, so yeah. you so can't I, get it live, but you'll yeah. get it the next day. All right, so like I watch Gotham, so when the new season comes yes. out, it'll yeah. be okay. right. Yep. So I don't, uh, Scooter I watches the, the um, Okay. Scooter watches the Jim and uh, Jimmy Fallon. So you know what I mean. So whenever it's on, it's just a day away. So. Well, Superstore looks interesting. I'm definitely. Yeah, it's it, a good it's one. A, man. It's, on it it's on NBC. It's on NBC. I mean, they could funny. probably. Uh, Catch it up on uh, on their on, on through Directv now actually because they have old episodes as well. So yeah, it's a good. Well, the jokes are funny. Cool, I'll check that out. So everybody, check out Superstore now. As since we're talking about all this, there's a couple things I watched. Um, a show called Luther. It's on. It's on Netflix. It's with um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Idris Elba. I don't know if you guys know who he is. Yep. Yep. Um, he was supposed to be a superhero, no? He was supposed to. I I heard he was in talks to play James Bond. Actually. Yeah. yeah oh, that's what it was, James Bond. Yep. Yep. I had heard that too. Yeah, this show. He'd be the first black James Bond. I know the girls cream their pants over this dude. Yeah, apparently yeah. they do. But you know, this guy. The show is fucking. This is a good show. I mean, I like the way BBC does their shows where they do series where it's like three or four episodes, but they're long as shit. So they don't like split up a season into like 10 episodes of 45 minutes a piece. They'll just do like three or four episodes that are like an hour, an hour and a half each. And that gives you the whole show. Um, and it makes it flow better, in my opinion. But this is a really good show. Great dialogue. Definitely check this out. It's basically a cop 
who's got really good intuition skills and ability to solve crimes, but at the same time, he's got like all this drama going around on his, you know, his life. It's very like gritty. I like it. It's definitely a good show. Watch the whole thing. Check it out. It's only four series, and that means it's about uh, fourteen episodes total. So um, definitely check it out. Apparently, they're gonna do a movie. Uh, to finish this off with him or maybe continues instead of doing more of the show they're just going to do movies going forward so check out luther i caught up on westworld i don't know if you know anything about that eric or steve it's on hbo yeah is it like wild west but with zombies or something no robots yeah it is i just finished it yesterday is that hbo yeah it's on hbo it's a very like deep like show there's a lot going on a lot to unpack all the time there's a lot of shit going on like it it plays with time it plays with like i don't know i guess reality there's dreams and all this weird shit it's it's a cool show but it's something that you really have to pay attention to if you're just kind of like sitting on the couch and doing other shit while you're watching you're not gonna get much out of it so science fiction western thriller thriller exactly i gotta figure out how to watch uh ballers this season i gave up hbo so is there a way i can do that HBO Go. HBO Go. Find out. I think it's how much is that? I think that's like eight bucks a month or something. I think it's right or no. Why don't you just use your mom's login to watch HBO Go? I don't think she has that. She doesn't have HBO. I don't know. She's got. She doesn't have a mom. She's got. She's got got some weird Pennsylvania cable, so I don't know. I would double check to see because they they have a lot of companies lined up to if you have their if you have their cable subscription that you will get hbo go with that so i would ask your mom what that is or your you know mother or father-in-law they have cable see if you can use theirs either way there's there's plenty of ways to do it um so yeah definitely westworld you really got to be into that show it's it's a it's a thinker to say the least so, um, watch that. Now, as far as movies, did you guys see anything in the last couple of weeks? Um, in, the, in the theater? Yeah. Oh, I saw John Wick. How was that? Two or one? The new one. Okay, the new one. I've seen them both. <laughs> okay. But I saw the new one in the... Th- that was the most recent movie. Yeah, that, that was... I, saw. I just saw that. Yeah, that was a cool fucking flick. He kills people He fucking shoots everyone. <laughs> yeah, bro. He just dominates. He killed like a hundred and something dudes in that movie. I'm dead serious. <laughs> yeah, he did. The, I like the best part was with the pencil. He fucking... Yeah. Yeah, he destroyed motherfuckers with that pencil. And the, the Russian guy in the beginning said he would. Yep. Well, he they said that in the first movie, too. Like when when that guy's son comes to him and the, and he finds out and his father finds out he fuck with John Wick and he's like what you just fuck with John Wick were you crazy that guy yeah, kills people with a pencil with yeah. a fucking pencil so uh, cool flick enjoyed it had a good time uh, definitely can't wait to see the third one now they like lined it up perfectly for more movies which I'm happy about and I hope he kills everybody at the end I think he's just gonna kill the whole world. Yeah, it was uh, pretty good. I felt like it was a little too long, but uh, overall it was okay. I did make an observation, though, in that movie, and I don't know if it was purposely done or if it's kind of like a slight on Keanu Reeves, but every one of his lines is like three words. It, it was like he's not um, much a conversationalist, though. I mean, he's yeah, really it was good. like his dialogue was very limited and it was uh, 
it was like, oh my God, you're John Wick. And then he'd say, what do you think? <laughs> and then the other guy would get into like a whole spiel and then it would go back to him and what do you think? Well, I mean, they're working, he's working on another uh, Bill and Ted, right? Yeah, he is. That should be. Cool. I seen uh, I just saw a photo of him from back in the day um, on Reddit. And it was him. I mean, young Keanu Reeves with a young uh, River Phoenix and a young Johnny Depp, who I feel like we've said Johnny Depp's name more than anyone else on this uh, podcast. That's because that's that's Steve's boo boo buddy. Yeah, we saw him in right, San You guys talk about him more than me. <laughs> well, he always seems to come up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, I saw a picture of them all young and like eighty nine or ninety one, and they were. Uh, Young guys, all tearing, with long hair, tearing bitches down, probably. <laughs> yeah, they probably were, man. It's when they were the, at their highest, so um, probably in more ways than one. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I mean, I got Phoenix. I was, I actually walked past the spot that he fucking dropped dead last night. Yeah, did you? Outside the, yeah. Damn, he, he dropped dead right outside the Viper room, dude. Outside the Viper room, and I walked right past it. Doing fucking speed balls in the bathroom, man. <laughs> Hollywood is a hell of a drug. It is. Yeah. It is. So um, beyond that, I saw the Batman Lego, the Lego Batman movie. That was, That's making a ton of money. Yeah, dude, that was a funny ass. That was the best Batman movie I've seen in a, in a while. Um, is it? Um, is it one of those kind of like more geared toward adults? Like the humor is an adult would get, not a child, or is it straight up for children? I know it's. It's a children's movie, but yes, the jokes that are written in there are definitely not like like I went to see it with with my girlfriend and her daughter. Her daughter found it funny, but not for the same reasons I found it funny. Like she okay. she liked the action on screen where I'm like, oh, shit, they're referencing this fucking, you know, DC character or they're doing this crazy shit that like she wouldn't know because she's not into the <coughs> lore as much as I am. But, right. She's not as experienced. Right. So if you're going into it like that, like you you'll get a lot of it as an adult, if especially if you're into the characters. Uh, right. But definitely, definitely cool flick, fun to watch. And um, I can't wait to see more from, from the Lego, like, series. And overall, I think they're doing an awesome job. They're doing better than the actual DC movie, so. Alex, are you going to go see Beauty and the Beast in a couple weeks? I have no choice. Me too. I am there because I've never seen the cartoon, and my girlfriend finds it fucking amazing. Because I've watched Aladdin. You've seen the? No, I've seen Aladdin, Lion King, all that shit, but I never saw Little Mermaid or Beauty and the Beast. Never seen any of those movies. I've seen them all. No, I have not. Tell you what, man, that movie's gonna make a ton of fucking money, dude. Of course it will. It's Disney, dude. It's a live-action Beauty and the Beast? Yeah, with Emma yeah, Watson. Emma as a... Watson's playing Belle. Yeah. Well, that is a film that I will not be watching. You don't like Emma Watson or you don't like Belle? Um, I'm not into <laughs> fucking Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> Ask your girl if she likes Beauty and the Beast. Uh, I'm going to say she probably does because she has a Disneyland pass. So she probably likes all that shit. Ask her what her favorite Disney movie is, and I guarantee it's probably that's probably in the top three. It is. I don't need to ask. I do know okay. her favorite Disney movie, and that would be Cinderella. Cinderella, like yes. the old school, like the fifties one. Okay, got it. That's cool. It's a good flick. That is right. right. And I will tell you this: that is a very hard movie to find on DVD because, and this is true, and I think it might be with a couple of other of their like main staple princess movies. A Little Mermaid might be might be in this, but 
Disney only releases that movie for sale maybe once or twice a year, and they only to the market they only put out a limited uh, amount. Right. And it is, I'm not lying, that's a very difficult movie to find on uh, on, uh, on I, DVD, I could, which you I, would just back up today. I would uh, I would buy it on eBay for $18.99 plus free shipping right now. Okay, see, so someone's got it, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, I say that because, um, you know, as part of life, you kind of want to, when, when you get older and you start getting... Um, um, your own children or nieces and nephews and whatnot, you know, you want them to kind of experience things like you did. And right. we got it uh, on DVD for our niece a few years ago. And it was very difficult to find that holiday season. Yep. I can see that. Cause I know Disney does that, that limited release, but you know, at the end of the day, there's a lot of, you know, there's a big resale market. You go on eBay, probably find any movie you want. So that might be more expensive than others, but there are solutions yeah. out there. You just might pay more than, you know, sticker price. Um, but yeah, so yeah, definitely gonna go see Beauty and the Beast. Can't wait. I guess I'll experience it for the first time. I don't like the fact that they animated like the, like I like these live action versions of these cartoons, but I don't know if they should go as far as to like CG those characters, those like the little clock, and I don't know the names of all those characters, but the little, the little yeah, the little candlestick. Um. Oh, and also, oh, I saw Split. I don't know if you guys were interested in seeing that. I saw. I How was that? <laughs> I saw that shit already. How'd you like it? We talked about it last show, guy. Oh, you? Oh, we that's did. right. We did. Yeah, I saw. I finally saw it. It was a good flick. It was long. It was long, but that dude, he did a good job, dude. Oh, he long. did a really twenty-three personalities. Yeah. He well, does. Uh, I think he does nine throughout the movie. Yeah. I mean, it was a total of twenty-three or four. Yeah. Right. I mean, I thought it was. Yeah, deserves, I don't mean to cut you off right here, but he does deserve some accolades for that acting. And I had said that the other the other show. He's really good. Yeah, he was. He he was a star of the show. I mean, the the movie itself was yeah, but him him like in in specifically was was the star there. It was pretty cool. Um uh, yeah. Did you go back and look at the other one we spoke about, the visit with the old with the grandparents? I saw that. I already saw that. That was a good flick. Uh, yeah. No, I want to see this new one. Get out. Streams right now. What was that? I think it's on one of the streaming services right now. It might be. It might be. Yeah. But um, no, I want to see his new one that just that just dropped this weekend. Get out. That movie looks freaky as fuck. Oh, I didn't realize he had another one. That's that's him. He uh, Peel, whatever Jordan Peel. He's the one that 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 did the visit. Uh, he's he's the one that that created Get Out. And this movie made a buttload of money this weekend. That's that's the that's the number one movie this weekend. Get out. So definitely gonna try to go see that. Maybe not. I don't know if I'm gonna see that in the theater, but I'll wait for it on uh on on Blu-ray. I know the guy. Yeah, yeah um, sure you will. <laughs> the guy behind uh, you know M Night Shyamalan, his name right? He's bringing back the old school uh, Tales from the Crypt. Nice. Remember that with the Crypt Keeper? Yeah, man. I'm down. It back in the day. They were on HBO, they on weren't they? Was that? Showtime, I think. It was, uh, I think HBO. Uh, it was HBO. It was yeah, HBO. Yeah, and they were on at like uh, 9 o'clock. And uh, like I talk about it and I th I can hear the theme song in the back right now. Yeah. Yeah. It had that good theme song and yep. like the camera like flew into the house and like went through the went whole house. The the basement. Yeah, man. Those were the shit. Yeah, he's bringing it back. I saw a good long ad on uh, YouTube that caught my eye, and uh, I think it was like a four-minute ad, and I actually sat through all of it, and it, it ended with like the creep Crypt Keeper. But it was him saying, like, you know, I was influenced by this and stuff. So, yeah, they're bringing it back. 
and uh, I think it's gonna be like a streaming service one too. I don't I don't recall which one, but uh, yeah, man, I'm excited for that. I want to YouTube, it... YouTube the intro now. Yeah, <laughs> Crip Keeper. Yeah, but Come where's it gonna that. air? I thought it maybe Hulu or Netflix. I thought I thought so. I don't know. Are you looking on the internet? I am right now. It says production companies Turner Network Television, TNT. Oh, TNT. Yes, I think it is TNT. Yes, you are right. That's going to be booty. Put that shit on HBO. I want to see some rated R bullshit. Don't give me none of that TNT cable bullshit. Sorry. Yeah, but if it's on a certain time, I think they can push it. It's on after 10 o'clock. It'd be fun. Yeah, like these like FX. I mean, American Horror Story kind of pushes the envelope on shit and they get away with it. I want to see. I want to see Teddy. I want to see oh, yeah, back in the old ones, there used to be a lot of that. <laughs> but I was on HBO. <laughs> and it was uh, good because it was like, you know, if you were somebody in acting, they all did that show back then. Right. Like, little, little cameos and shit. Willis, Bruce Willis was on one and stuff. Yep. Actually, I thought last night it was funny. We were at the when we were at the comedy store, we were like halfway through. We were there for like two and a half hours. Um because basically what you do is you pay like 20 bucks and there's like 10 comics that come up and do 15 minutes and they're all big names and stuff. So we saw Ashley Larry there and I think I said that. But uh, we were there for a little while. I look over my right shoulder and I go to see this dude. So I lean over to my left to our friend, uh, our friend Paul, the Paul Antonio um, on social media. He helps us out at, with Comedy Pop. He's part of the team. And mm-hmm. I go, yo, is that Bruce Willis back there? <laughs> And he like turned his head and and like you know had to squint to kind of like for it to process. Right. And it ended up not being him, but the guy was very close. Kirk Douglas. Yeah, man. I just sent you guys a list of all the guest stars on on um on Tales from the Crypt from back in the day. Brad Pitt's on there. Yeah. Meatloaf. Meatloaf. Yeah. Bob Hoskins. Holy um, shit. Demi Luke- Moore was on it. And Lou, Leah Thompson. Lou Diamond Phillips. He's always a classic yeah. of the 80s. <laughs> the, the Leah Thompson one uh, stands out because it was the one where she was like a – she wanted to preserve her looks. Right. So she goes to like a pawn shop and like it ends up scarring her and stuff. So it's a good one. Bill Paxton was on there? Look at yeah. that. Dude, everyone. I'm telling you, anyone that was anybody in the early 90s did that show. Reeve, huh? Mm-hmm. All right, Sandra Bullock, go for her. Good, good, good for her. Anyway, John Stamos. John Stamos, he's so good looking. His hair, I'm jealous. Slash, Tales Slash was on it. Slash does his own uh, horror movies now. He produces horror movies. Does he? Yeah. Cool. Uh, speaking of horror movies, I heard uh, the initial, the the main director of Halloween, the original. Uh, what was his name? Um. John Carpenter. John Carpenter is rebooting the series, and he's kind of looking at the Rob Zombie ones and saying, yeah, not so much. So apparently, like, him and Rob Zombie don't agree on what happened there, and they don't really talk to each other. So. Um, The first remake was good, but that second one is not good. Yeah, no, I didn't like the second but one. But I like Rob Zombie. Um, I like that he's got that, his twisted mind. Not all his movies are great, but I kind of get some of the, where he's going. Um. I think he needs to leave established franchises to whatever day, you know, whatever it was, and then just kind of yeah. and do his own thing like he did with House of a, you know, House of a Thousand Corpses or yeah. Devil's Rejects. Like that's that's better. Keep be, be creative. Don't, don't don't try to jump in on other people's shit. So, uh cool. That's it from movies and from as far as I'm concerned, I'm I'm looking forward to uh 
to Beauty and the Beast, apparently, because I'm going to be there. <laughs> March, yeah. March, whatever that is. We'll so, be there, too, man. Yeah, you want to you wanna go together so we could like, drink beforehand and just hold our hand, hold hands while we watch it? Uh, yeah. All right, I'm down. Cool. All right, so moving on from that, uh, I, this is just a quick funny story. This is not funny. This is just ridiculous. But, all right, everybody's seen the internet when it comes to fights of, you know, iPhone versus Android, Xbox. Are you going to give us an iPhone 7 update right now? No, I'm good. Um, Plus, Steve wouldn't see that because you just said on the internet. Yeah, on the internet. He doesn't look. Steve Steve don't see that shit. Yeah. Or um, PlayStation versus Xbox and any one of those like fanboy type fights. Now, these two jerk offs in Russia decided to get into an argument over NVIDIA versus AMD. NVIDIA and AMD, Steve, those are the two major video card uh manufacturers out there for pcs so when you when when you hear playstation versus xbox for the pc crowd it's nvidia versus amd so there's always an argument you know i want to say there's always an argument but you know the nvidia has been dominating for the past few years and they continue to dominate and uh you know there's a lot of amd fanboys out there that go no amd's better so anyway these two guys decide to get into argument in russia and i have an article out there and the one dude gets real mad, takes out a knife, and fucking stabs this motherfucker and kills him. <laughs> As one would. I yeah, mean, don't fuck with my video card. Exactly. So, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, man, um, people take shit like that seriously. Um, just like like those soccer players, the soccer teams. You know what I mean? That fucking the fans stab each other up. This, th- yeah. this guy's going to serve nine and a half years of prison. For the murder Over of his a video friend, card. Oh, and there were friends. They worked in the same place. So yeah, I, I don't know. Um, so okay, they work in the same spot. Yes. they each got a side on what brand they like better. And so, who ended up stabbing who? The Nvidia guy stabbed the AMDA guy. Uh, let me see. Hold on a second. According, like I want to know who won the fight. <laughs> <laughs> While drunk, they started. And obviously, cigarette. that'll be the video card that I buy in the future because I don't want to get snapped snapped up. <laughs> oh, uh, da, 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 da. oh, this is a funny ending right here. It goes, uh, according to Buy24, Trofimov was recently sentenced after confessing to the crime and will serve nine and a half years in prison for the murder. He's an Nvidia fan, however, so it might be out. So it might be out a little faster. Ha ha ha. So, yeah. um, so yeah, the Nvidia guy won. As NVIDIA seems to do on a daily basis in real life outside of murders. So, all right, don't don't stab each other over arguments. I don't, I don't really care what you like more than I do or less. I mean, like Steve's an Android fan. He loves it. So, you know, more power to him. I don't have to stab him in order to say that Apple is better. <laughs> I just have a better phone. It's just the way it is. I just live, you know, through that. So, <laughs> so have you guys ever got... To a point where you got into an argument and you got so heated where not – I mean you, I know you guys. You're both good people. I don't think you'd stab somebody over something silly. But have you ever got to the point where you felt like so overwhelmed that you know it was going to get down to like punches or something and then cooler heads prevailed? I I don't think I've, I've gotten to that point in any argument. Not over trivial stuff like this. Maybe I got into argument over real life, real life problems. But uh, – when it comes to trivial stuff like this, nah, because at the end of the day, I kind of just go, whatever. I don't care enough 
It just doesn't. I've been, I've been close a couple times with like sports and shit like that. What sports? I've I've gotten to in a couple arguments against fucking pussy devil fans. I've gotten to arguments with Yankee yeah, me too, fans. Me too. <laughs> you know. I went to a Ranger game. It was a Ranger Devils playoff game, and I think it was in like 2004. And I called an old woman. This she was a Devil fan. I called her a cunt. <laughs> My God. To her face. My Lord. She was there. How in old the was old... she? Um. She was probably somebody's grandmother, so maybe like 50 or 60. You're a dick. <laughs> um. <laughs> she was there in the old school Devils jersey, the red and green one. I mean, you couldn't get any worse than that. And it had, like, buttons all over it. It was, like, weighed down with buttons. It was like she was wearing fucking armor. Nice. She <laughs> had all the like, flare on? Yeah. <laughs> and she had an aisle seat. So, like, I came into the garden and on the second concourse at the time. This is before, way before they just did the remodel. So, yeah, man, I came out and I was pumped, man. Rangers, Devils, and the Devils beat our fucking faces that I think they swept us that season in the playoffs. But like I came off and I the adrenaline was pumping and I was like, dude, the first devil fan I see is gonna get it. And there she was. <laughs> her, she was knitting a sweater. And I looked at her, I was like, fuck you, you cunt. <laughs> You're fucked up. <laughs> you are fucked up, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not one of my best moments. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> Were you drunk? Nah, dude, I just fucking, I'll go to war for my Rangers. All right, that's cool. I was about to throw down on some fucking 60-year-old grandma, fucking <laughs> Nana. <laughs> All right, so uh, Eric hates old people. Moving on. I hate old people that get down with the devils. All right. Um. So, yeah, so don't don't kill each other over arguments, over video cards, or any other tech for that matter. I think it's stupid. Uh, you don't want to go to jail. I mean, it's funny to me that he was only going to jail for nine and a half years. What kind of freaking justice system they got going on in Russia? I didn't know they had a justice system. I mean, but still nine and a half years for murder. Shit. You know, Russia is one of the most, and this obviously backs it up, but Russia is one of the most dangerous countries. It is. Like, dude, their crime and their murder rate is like super high. Well, apparently if you're only getting nine years. Yeah. I mean, what's that? Shit. I don't. Fuck, man. I mean, what, do you, what do you get for, like, drugs? It must be less than that. A lot less than I that. Mean, also, I kind of think that, like, the prison system in Russia, and I'm not saying that the prison system in the United States is, like, a resort, but, yo, something tells me that the prison system in fucking Russia is probably, like, super hard. Oh, yeah, it probably <laughs> is. It definitely is. Especially if you Like, go... you don't even get a bed. Yeah. Like, you got to sleep on the concrete. Well, Nine and a half years of concrete. That's That's a lot of fucking years, bro. I'm not gonna lie, that's that sounds horrible. That's a fucked up lower back. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Um all right, moving on. Next subject here. Um I do have one thing I saw before we get into uh into this this next one here. Uh we were talking about drones before, and Eric always brings it up. He loves drones. He's a big fan of the drone movement. UPS is apparently testing some drones now. Similar to what Amazon was doing, but a little different. They're they're putting the drone on top of the UPS truck. And then when said truck has to go way out of its way to deliver one package, they will send the drone to deliver the package and then meet back up with the truck later on so that the truck doesn't have to go out of its way, waste gas, da-da-da-da-da, and time. 
and then the truck keeps moving on. What do you think of that, Eric? Um, I know this makes for bad podcasting, but could you repeat that? Because I was uh, wow. texting uh, my friend. Yeah, I didn't hear that either. All I'm right. sorry. So, <laughs> Amazon, uh, UPS working on a drone te- technology to deliver right. packages, not from the base of where UPS is, but they leave the drone on top of the, the, the UPS truck. And then when they gets to a point where it has to deliver a package to a remote area where the truck has to go out of its path a long way, it sends the drone to deliver the package. Then the drone meets back up with the truck later on. So the driver and the dr- the drone is attached to the top and yes. the car is all loaded. Yes. We're at the UPS. We're at the warehouse right now. So the truck is loaded and then the, the drone is like loaded with the package. It's loaded with a package for a location right. that's out of the way. Right. Right, so like if this guy got to go straight and right. the house he got to go is a right, but it's far out of the way, he'll just send the drone to the right and he'll go continue. Right, and then the drone will meet up back with the truck later on. I think that's a brilliant idea, but my one question is, is who's controlling the drone? Is that the driver? Because that's real not cool, you know, controlling drones while driving. Well, that's that's the problem now because the FAA says that if you fly a drone, you got to have visual contact with the drone until drop off. Yeah. So So, I see this as an opportunity of um, adding jobs because I don't think that should be on the shoulders of the gentleman driving. Of course, because if you're driving and watching, yeah, you can't be. Uh, But to get like a little crew that fucking pilots drones would be pretty neat. Um, You could even probably do it uh, like part time. You could have like an Uber drone uh, operator, you know, like. UPS can make an app and it's like, yo, in your spare time, make $10 an hour by flying our drones to fucking make deliveries like they do out here with Postmates and shit. I'm being serious. Like, I know that sounds kind of silly, but uh, eventually it might lead to that. Um, But, yo, I I like drones. I'm not going to lie. I'm starting to get on the drone bandwagon. Sadly, I don't have. They're very expensive. I know the good one is like $1,200 or maybe even more. Um, That DJI Phantom or something. Right. I'm really liking drone photography on Instagram. There's this one guy out here in LA that does the bridges and uh, excuse me, not bridges, um, you know, because the freeway and there's so many highways and freeways and they all cross. They make like cool like overpasses and shit. So he takes photos of that. He takes photos of all the piers and stuff. Um, And then he kind of overdoes it on the editing. You know, he makes all the colors real saturated and stuff. But uh, yeah, I think it's pretty cool just to see that perspective of things. He's got one. Uh, that got a just recently got a lot of likes on Instagram. It's of Dodger Stadium, and Dodger Stadium is kind of like in like a canyon in a way. I mean, that might not be the best way to explain it, but um, it's like kind of like on a hill, kind of. Right. So it's all like rocky and stuff around it. So uh, yeah, this photo is really good, and I I'm sadly I forget the gentleman's name. I feel like it's like Art by Art L A underscore L A. Right. Um, he gets a lot of love. He's Definitely one of the better uh, drone photographers, but yeah, man, drones are cool, dude. I kind of want one. Um, you don't have to get the can... like. The, the, there's there's a couple of versions of it. I mean, the the DJI Phantom Four that's that's twelve hundred, but you get the three for five hundred. Yeah, but I feel like something like that you got to get just because technology moves so fast. I feel like if you're gonna get into it, you got to spend the extra money and get the best one out because yeah. by the end of the year, the new shit's gonna be out. And then if you know, right, like. Whatever the best uh, drone is, we're gonna say let's say it's number three. Like, what if I if I go get the number one, then the number four comes out at the end of the year, and then I'm behind mad. You know right. what I mean? So right. it doesn't make I don't know. I feel like something like that. You go in, 
and you spend the money now because in the long run it's better. I'd feel like I'd fuck up flying this thing. This thing would fall to the ground or get destroyed and I just spent $1,200 for nothing. Like, See, I, I think that too. I think my deal would be like power lines or something. Yeah. I think I'd probably like hit a power line or something and then <laughs> and fry your ruin shit. my throne and then fucking ruin the neighborhood and everyone would be mad at me. Exactly. <laughs> and then somebody comes after you. What about you, Steve? You, you into drones? Uh, I think it's a great idea. You know, for certain certain types of things, but um, I think it'd be helpful for something that you do too. Like if you could see the top of an area that you're planning to build on, and get yeah. like like nice images, so you could see we how have, everything uh, lines up and everything. That's what uh, you know. We have surveyors. You know, usually before we start a project, the surveyor will go out and get everything that's existing out there, and they'll do flights. They do the drones, and then they got this machine. I guess that's built in the drone that can see down and, you know, get specific de like get really strong detail on what's actually there. It's, it's actually pretty cool. It's expensive to do, but, but it's pretty cool. I mean, I think, yeah. I think it will definitely help whatever it is that you guys are planning. Um, yeah. just, I mean, I just want to do it just for the aerial shots. I think that's pretty cool. You can get some cool, just imagery of, of what's I'd love to see what my area looks like from, above i mean you yeah can, you can use google earth or maps or whatever to kind of see that but that's not the yeah, same yeah um yeah i've actually been using uh, google earth a lot more with my um photography because i try to on the weekends i try to take one day and go out um you know again because there's so much of california that's still new to me so um, before i go so i'm not blind i go on google maps and i do the street view and shit yeah. so i got get an idea of the area and then i've been doing uh the google earth now right but uh yeah man that's super helpful those, those drones but like doing something that like that steve does for a living i would gotta think that there's companies that have already tapped into that technology yeah uh, there's uh, surveyors do that stuff yeah it's it it is a bit more expensive but you get it's quality man you get a quality product right i mean it's just a matter of time before you know, you got to start register. I mean, do you have to do that now? Register your drone? Because like last year, I remember, remember we talked about this last year. Yeah. I, th I think one of my predictions for this year was that drone technology was going to like skyrocket. And I feel like we are starting to see it. I mean, it's in our conversation now and I I'm being serious. I hear the word dr drone quite a bit. It's, I mean, it's uh, everywhere. Just in like every day. And you know where else would be good? S medical supplies and shit. You know, like um, just uh, recently out here, I think a group of people were like hiking a mountain and one person fell and like the other people went to help them and then they all fell off and they all died. I think it was six people. Um, and like the story was that it took the rescue <coughs> a while to find them. You know, maybe if you threw a drone up there, you know what I mean? They can go peep the scene and then find exactly where they're at while, you know, the, the first responders or whatever are on their way. You know what I mean? So then they don't get there and then have to circle around. You know, I feel like that's good. And I I recall um, it might have been Gary, but like somebody that we know that was in the service was really maybe it was my friend Nick. They're very advocates of drones because he said he's seen it in combat where a drone helped them. You know right. what I mean? Like it went somewhere and saw that the enemy was kind of hiding. Right. And. Yeah. You know, like if if his group would have went in, then they could have lost lives. But the drone peeped them, and then they went and fucking got the bad guy. I mean, 
it's it's definitely a good way to do recon. Instead of you, right. you, instead of sending people out there, you fly one of these little drones. Obviously, they're visible, but if they shoot down a drone, it's a lot better than shooting down a person. So let's, you know. Um, actually, Eric, just, just hit that link I just sent you. Scroll all the way down. It says, do I need to register my drone? And it says, you need to register and label your aircraft. It weighs between 0.55 pounds and up to 55 pounds. Wow, those drones get up to 55 pounds? That's pretty heavy. That's a big-ass fucking drone. Yeah, um, no, I'm being serious. That is heavy, man. Yep, imagine that drops in somebody's face. You fuck up. You're like, meh. <laughs> so, all right. So, Eric, you, you got, a, you got a, a very quizzical little subject over here called Tennessee Funeral Home. Please, please let me know what this is about. Okay, in Memphis, Tennessee, let me know your guys' thoughts on this. There is a funeral home. That is now offering a new type of service. Okay. So they are offering drive-through services. What? Where where you can say your final goodbyes from the comfort of the seat of your own car. What? So the owner of this uh, funeral home, it looks like Arbnard <laughs> Funeral Services. Uh, yes, Ryan Bernard. He right. said that he kind of got the idea from a funeral home in California. And he says that his goal is to make it convenient for families who are already dealing with losing a loved one. So he said that this service will be free to customers who, you know, do the, this funeral package, which obviously is probably like the viewing and, um, you know, I guess the casket and all that. Um, and he said that it would only be allowed during visiting hours of the uh, funeral home. So they're not open 24-7 and you can't go after closing and hope to see that your um, loved one is propped up right there in the window. So yeah, man, you get in your car and it's the photo right here. It actually has a sign as you're driving into the funeral service that says drive through viewing this way. And so what they do is they take the loved one and I'm, I'm guessing they're in their casket, but then they prop it up. So it is uh, horizontal and you can go in and, uh, you know, just like you're ordering a Big Mac and just look at your loved ones and say your goodbyes. So what my initial thought is like, this is fucking crazy. And that if it was me, I would be looking down on you guys that did this and would probably curse you because like, <laughs> yo, you couldn't take the time to get the fuck out of your car and come inside and <laughs> spit in my face. <laughs> you got to fucking, uh, just you know what? I'm, I'm going to ride my bike past your uh, cast. Yeah. Say, hey, right. see you later. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is a thing, and it's in Memphis, Tennessee. So um, do you guys think that you'd jump on that? No. No. Well, maybe if it's somebody you don't, you kind of like, but you kind of don't like. I mean, you are going paying your respects. You know, you just didn't get out of the car. No, you get out no, no, you get out of the car, bro. I mean, let's be real. Like, if you're going, if you're going through a drive-thru, for somebody's funeral, you shouldn't be at that funeral. You obviously don't give a shit about <laughs> enough about that person. Like, you know, what? No, man. Well, how about the family that does this? And, you know, he's had people do this. It's not like, it's that, like, yo, I'm going to, this is a new thing and I'm going to try it. No, he does it. No, I mean, people but, do come through and they go, you know, they say their goodbyes from their car. Yeah, but I would. I would, I can see that if it's a family member, like literally nobody cared about, which is weird to say, 
but it does exist. It's sad. Sure. But there, there's that one dude, Uncle fucking Chuck, who, like, nobody hangs out with, has no family, <laughs> never got married, had three freaking cats and a fish, and, like, lived by himself his whole life, and all of a sudden he passes away, and somebody goes, oh, shit, Uncle Chuck died. Fuck, we got to, like, put him in the ground and stuff. And, like, his third cousin comes out of nowhere and pays for the funeral and is trying to get the, you know, the 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 Happy Meal version of the fucking price. <laughs> so he, he does the freaking... The drive-through funeral, and nobody's gonna show up besides that dude, his brother, and their third sister. So yeah, I could see that, but that's fucked up, dude. That's wrong. I don't. That's messed up. That <laughs> it's it's more of a testament of the like the people that have died and how how their family feels about them. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. You know, it's funny talking talking about funerals. I read a joke online. And I just I want to I want to say it just because it's fu- I was cracking up when I read it. All right, well, you go. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's like you're you're a young single person, right? And you go to a wedding and you see all your like old grandparents are poking you, going, "You're next. You're next." <laughs> right. Next time, next time you're at a funeral with them, you start poking the old people. <laughs> you're next. That's messed <laughs> up. That's messed up. <laughs> That is messed up. Hey, Nana, before we leave, we're going to get your measurements taken. We're going to get you fitted for a box. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's wrong. All right, so drive through funerals. Never knew that existed. Thanks, Eric. That's 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 scary. It's All right. Now, Don't worry, Alex. I'll get you one. Thanks, bro. Um, <laughs> Eric, Playboy. They're back. I mean, like, wait, wait, this lasted like a year. They're bringing back the boobs. Wait, why? Because it was obviously a bad idea. Yeah, it was a fucking bad idea. (laughs) Who the fuck thought it would have been a good idea? Yeah, so the March, April 2017. Mm -hmm. Playboy is every two months now. It's not a monthly magazine anymore. All right. Um, Yeah, March, April of 2017. Which will hit newsstands on February 28th, so that's just a few days away. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that one will f- feature nudity again. Um, this clown, Cooper Hefner, who is the son of Hugh, and is obviously the heir to the uh, you know royal fortune and whatnot. He is the creative director of um, Playboys, so that probably just means that he sees a lot of tits and ass. Uh, he says, and I quote, that I will be the first to admit the way in which the magazine portrayed nudity was dated. Right. But removing it entirely was a mistake. Of course. Nudity has never been the problem because nudity isn't a problem. Today we are taking our identity back and reclaiming who we are. So him saying this, and he said this on Twitter on uh, February 13th. Right. Um. I don't know. When I read that, he sounds like he probably was against uh, going non-nude in the first place. Like I kind of envision the the board meeting when they had came up with the idea, like let's get rid of nudity, and he, was he probably like, was that. very vocal on no. Um, and you know, obviously, it sounds like somebody outvoted him, and that that was that. Um, so yeah, um, it, this article here, which is from USA Today, uh, it says that they per they excuse me, published their first non-nude issue in March 2006 prior to also launching a Safe for Work Playboy Now app. 
Um, so it's been about a year. Yep. Um, they talk about the people that are going to be in the new episode or magazine, which is not really a big deal. Um, they're also bringing the party joke section, which I recall when I used to look at Playboy as a young boy was one of the, um, I know the features of that. That was that one section where, uh, they had the little cartoon and then they tell all the jokes on the following pages and whatnot. So, um, okay. So Hefner also says that, um, that Playboy is entertainment for men. Oh, what is that? Among the changes, the heritage section that looks as the Playboy's past and the removal. Oh, they're taking away entertainment for men on the front because that's what it used to say. It used to say Playboy, entertainment for men. So they're taking that little statement off the cover as well. And Playboy will always be a lifestyle brand focused on men's interest, but as gender roles continue to in- evolve in society, so will we. Um, so, yeah, man. Uh, good for them. I mean, there's no harm in trying. So they took a chance. I guess it didn't work. Um, I yeah. mean, I'm guessing the reason why they're going back is obviously monetary. This article here doesn't say that, you know, if they were struggling or not. Um, but I got to believe that that's the reason why. Um, yeah. I will say this, dude. I don't know why anyone would pay for a subscription for a Playboy because all these photos find their way to the Internet. Um with the internet, if you look hard enough, you really don't have to pay for anything, uh, especially movies, right, Alex? Uh, I don't know anything about that, but yes, <laughs> yes, I was gonna, I was gonna say the same exact thing. Like, who's really buying Playboy now, anyway? I mean, like, print media has been slowly dying for the last like ten to fifteen years. I mean, it, I, I went to the, has, yeah, I, I went to the store the other day, and I was like randomly interested to see what what technology or video game related magazines were on the shelf. And I didn't see more than one. Now, you go to like a Barnes and Noble or a freaking 7-Eleven or something like 10 years ago, and there'll be at least five, six, or seven of them on there, and that shelf would be full of stuff. Now, it's like real sporadic. Magazines and shit are good for like when you travel, when you go flying on an airplane. If you don't want to pay for Wi-Fi, get a $4 magazine. Yeah, but how often do I fly that? I, I mean, there's people that definitely fly, but at the same time, I think it's just... It's the the new our generation and and younger look less and less to that to that kind of media, um, and the people that still look for it are just getting old. And you know, it's not you know I'm not saying anything mean. They're just getting older, and there are less of them out there that will keep looking for this kind of entertainment. Uh, well, like like Eric said, you can find anything online these days. One thing I noticed with um, just magazine subscriptions in general and maybe even newspapers is that they they do offer the you know the digital version however it's like a separate fee right you know it's like hey you can get the print version for 20 bucks a month or you can get the online version for 25 bucks i think the online is always more too because they know that's where people are going magazine it's usually like 20 bucks for like two years though well regardless what i'm getting at is like maybe they should I would probably do it if they combine the two, you know, like, yo, here for 30 bucks, you get our print version and you can get our digital one, whichever one is more convenient. But I do understand why they separate the two, because some people who go strictly digital don't want the clutter of a physical whatever. And I get that. Um, uh, I kind of just lost my thought there, but. Um, All right. So, you know, um, <laughs> I mean, I haven't back to Playboy. I mean, I haven't opened a Playboy in forever since. Back when I, me and my cousin used to steal them from Quick Check, 
<laughs> yeah. back in the day. But um, uh, I like that. You know, again, they made, took a chance. It didn't work. Um, yeah, but going I, back, I, I think I, I think like like he said, what's his name? Chet 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 Hefner. What's his name? Cooper. What Cooper Hefner? Cooper. Um, uh-huh. he um, he's a good guy right in this picture. I don't really see his dad in his face. No, I definitely see his so, dad in his face. What his mother looks like. Yeah. Um. But I mean, th- there was no reason to take out the boobs. You had to. Your your his problem wasn't with the boobs in the magazine. His problem was with the magazine, the fact that it's a magazine and it's a physical print media that no longer sells as often. So you weren't. He was fixing the wrong problem there. He had to find a better way to well, market his magazine. Point. Yeah, you got to go show the boobs if people are going to actually buy the physical one. You're saying. Right. I mean, like, like for them to buy the physical magazine, people want to see the boobs. Yeah, like if you're gonna. F- if, if you're going to become a Maxim or an FHM, then what the fuck are you doing? There's already a Maxim and, a, and an FHM. Why would somebody now go to your yeah your, your magazine if it doesn't even have... Like, the only defining difference was the fact that you had boobs in your magazine. Now you just became yeah. one of the other ones. And they have... Uh, I mean, I feel like Playboy gets high-profile pro- celebrities. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if... Has Do they? Kim, well, I, has Kim Kardashian ever done a... No, she was in that other, like, online magazine... Playboy? That like, no, she no, like, no, she didn't do Playboy. I feel like maybe she did, uh, no. but I feel like that's like Playboy gets like the high end people. You know what I mean? Um, well, when's the last time you've seen somebody of note on Playboy? Well, again, I don't know. I haven't looked at one of those in forever. I'm not really, I'm not really up on Playboy. Um, I just like boobs, All right. and uh, that's why this article came, made the list. Um, I got a website but, uh, for you. What was I gonna say? Uh, um, I lost it. All right. I mean, yeah, I think Playboy is, um, I don't yeah, know. Well, you're, they have to compete against Maxim and, and all that. Yeah. They, you, you're right. They were trying to fix the wrong problem. Right. Um, but again, I feel like, I mean, yeah, there's nudity, but. I feel like just on the internet in general, it, uh, social media, I mean, you go to fucking, uh, Instagram Mm -hmm. and you know you go to these girls that have millions of followers and they just do selfies of their ass and themselves after they get out of the shower and stuff I feel like now it's not about being all nude it's like being more suggestive right you know like here a little under boob right here and like oh here's my little undies right here you know what I mean it's not full out you know full Monty it's just how how good how good of a tease are you sure hmm um now I didn't look at uh, Playboy either, you know, since they changed. I did see, um, I don't think I saw any in the new one, but the first issue when they stopped the nude, the the girl on the cover was, I think her name was Camila Rowe, a uh, very very attractive young lady, but never actually paged through the through that magazine. But do how much is a Playboy? I don't know, probably like five ninety five or something. Yeah, you think it's at six bucks? Something tells me it's like ten dollars. Cause it is. It's every other month, so you're getting. You know, you should probably get like a double issue. You know what I mean? So let me see. How much is a Playboy magazine? Uh, looks like the new one is ten bucks. Yeah. All right, ten bucks. I like it. Uh, you can do a subscription for nineteen ninety nine. Wow. So if you buy it a la carte. You might as well buy this year. Um, oh, yeah, I mean, Kim Kim Kardashian wasn't Playboy. Yeah, I mean, I feel like 
you know, like when Madonna posed for Playboy, it was like, oh, you know, it's like an exclusive in a way, you know? Who was yeah. Marilyn Monroe was the first one, right? I don't know. I she guess. was on the cover of the first Playboy. She I was not she the was... cover model. Of I the thought first she was Playboy. nude, though, in it. Um, I believe she is in it nude, yes, but she's not like the playmate. Uh. In fact, I think the first playmate in uh, the very oh, first playmate, so the first one that had the spread was Hugh Hefner's secretary. She mm. did. She was the playmate for the first one. And then, if I'm could be wrong, um, I feel like Marilyn Monroe. Oh no, she was just a cover, and yeah, she just had a, a, like a little couple pages, but she wasn't the playmate. I was gonna say I think she was the playmate the second year, but I don't believe that's true. I mean, when you were, she was like the the number one basic bitch at the time, you know. So, why would you go from that to being the playmate of the year? You know what I mean? It's kind of like you're lowering yourself in a way. It's like, yo, I've already been the fucking playmate. The like, I'm the fucking the, queen bee here. The, the the first Playboy ever. If you Janet had, was her name. Yeah, if you if you have a copy of that, it's uh, worth uh, between twenty and forty thousand dollars. Huh. Now is that with or without the sticky pages? Uh, probably <laughs> without. With the sticky pages, probably about ten. So as long as the cover is nice and clean, that's all that really matters. You're right. So uh, go Playboy. Hopefully that helps them sell more paper magazines going forward. Steve, what? With the Oscars tonight. Yeah. What you got for me in the top ten? <laughs> Doing the top 10 greatest best picture snubs of all time. Best picture snubs. Now, are these are these older movies, too? Because I don't know if I'm, I'm all caught up on this. The old... This is this is Oscar history. All right, cool. Let's see how many of these I know. So number 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are movies that got snubbed. OK. Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> OK. So this is snubbed from winning the top prize. Best, best picture, yeah. Right. So they they made it, but they didn't win the top yeah, prize. Yeah. Right? That was so back, then. That was so, 2005. So the writer or the poll taken for this list believes that these movies were probably should have won. Right. Okay. So he's saying that. So, or at least not. Year 2005. Or so, at least nominated. Was right. this nominated and not no, not given this, an award or just not nominated? No, I think these were nominated. Yeah, Brokeback Mountain. Got a lot of like nominations. So, Brokeback Mountain lost to Crash. Okay, Crash sucked it, overall. Yeah. Like if you look back on it now, Crash was not a good movie. Crash was a dumb movie. Right. <laughs> uh, it was all right. Next, next one is Fargo, 1996. That's a great movie. All right. It's a really great Tells movie. a great. It's a great movie, man. Tells a great story. That movie lost out to the English patient. English patient, I think it was. Yeah. All right. Fuck them. <laughs> that movie was boring uh, as shit. Next one, 1994, Shawshank Redemption and or Pulp Fiction. Lost two. Forrest Gump. Forrest Ooh, Gump was a was really a... fucking good movie, bro. Yeah, that's a, yeah, those are three so... great movies. Just a bad year. I know. Year. All three of them probably yeah, should fucking won. Just a bad year, you know, to be up against. Uh... I'm not going to lie. I would have to agree with I that. I think 1994 dude. was probably the best movie ever when it came to movies being released. Yeah, I mean, from from a quality movie perspective. Dumb and Dumber, that... too, I think was that year. <laughs> I think it was. Yeah. I think it Big was. Oscar snub there. 
The next one, the next one, 1990, Goodfellas. Lost out to Kevin Costner's Dances with Wolves. That's a good flick, Dances with Wolves. Yeah. But Goodfellas is better. Yes, it yeah. is. Uh, next one is Raging Bull. All right. Oh, that's probably 19, 1980. That lost out to Robert Redford's Ordinary People. I don't really know much about that one, so. I haven't seen that one. Nope. I know Raging Bull is fucking awesome. That's a good so. flick. Uh, 1968, 2001, The Space Odyssey. Okay. Stanley Kubrick. Yeah. They lost to... Great movie. Uh, Oliver, I think it was. Yeah. Is that Ol- got, does that got Sly Stallone in it? No. No, that's an Oscar. That's oh. Oscar. Yeah. But that was a that was a 1968 though. Yeah. Oscar I think it was like 92. Yeah, something like that. Mhm. Love that movie by the way, Oscar. Great fucking flick. Go ahead. Sorry. Hold on. Um 1960, Psycho. Okay. Lost Great to... movie. Hitchcock. They lost to Norman Bates. It's, this one doesn't tell me who we lost to. Son of a bitch! What year? 1960. Huh. I don't know why it's not telling me. Ben-Hur. Ben-Hur? That, that's a damn Ben-Hur good... Ben-Hur won the best picture in 1960. That's a freaking... It's like a five-hour movie. It's a good fucking movie, though. <laughs> I, the only thing I know about that movie, and I, I think I saw it in grade school, like they had it during school one day, uh, was the chariot scene in the Coliseum or something. Right. They're like the big battle, but they're all in like chariots and they go in like the circle and it's, yeah, that's all I remember. No way would I ever sit through that movie again. <laughs> uh, the next one, 1952, High Noon. Lost out to the greatest show on earth. Right. Apparently, High Noon was a very, very good movie. Um, Nineteen forty-six. It's a Wonderful Life. Okay. That one did not win. Wow, that's considered one of the greatest films of all time. It lost. Like literally, to... they say like that. That could be the greatest film of all time. It lost to a World War Two movie. Well, the best years of our lives. Her that was pretty yeah. good too, though. I mean, I'm not. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but I heard it was good. Yeah, but I think A Wonderful Life is probably a better movie. Yes. Seriously, <laughs> they say that that might be the greatest film ever, A Wonderful Life. Yeah. That or Citizen um, Kane. Citizen well, it's, Kane. That's always. It's um, always those two. Yeah. Citizen Kane is the next one. They didn't get the Oscar in 1941. I'm sorry, dude. I tried to watch that movie like a few years ago. Actually, it was like right before moving from New Jersey. And yo, that's difficult to sit through now. <laughs> the dialogue is all, yeah, dude. The dialogue is fucking weird. Not weird. It's just rough, and it's like it never changes scenes. It's just in the courtroom, and the the the, the camera angles never change. It's like a rough. It's a rough film to watch. Yeah, I, 19, <laughs> 1941, dude. I mean, I think it's it's more it's more remembered for having introduced a lot of the basic movie functions that we like take for granted right. on a daily basis like the plot structure and everything right yes. and cameras and you know all that stuff like he, n- nobody did that before he did and then now looking back on it yeah that's the first time it was done so yeah it looks kind of like 
weak and you know dated to us now because we're used to everything we see on a daily you know on a, you know all the new movies so right. uh, I think it's more remembered for the technical aspect of the movie and, and its plot structure like you said um, but yeah it's really hard to watch man that movie right. lost out to how green my world how green was my valley I have not seen that maybe I'll get that on DVD soon and then I'll back sounds, it up and then I'll sounds get rid horrible. Of the yeah <laughs> unless it's about cannabis then I'm not interested nice well yeah how so, my valley that's a good that's top it? 10 Steve the list there's one more, but my shit, the but shit's you. acting off. Yeah, see, told you. Dude, your internet. Shuttle? We need to rewire your shit. You need to move. Yeah. Move your house. Yeah, you, that's it, man. Buy a new home. Do it. Oh, I need to get my shit, like, hooked up, like, properly. Well, how's that basement coming along that you've been working on for six months? <laughs> I did my well, shit in two weeks, bro. Yeah, well, you know, I fucking need some help. Yeah, go and help him. <laughs> I told his ass to call me. He hasn't called me yet. Well, maybe he yeah. don't want your help. All right, yeah. maybe he doesn't want my help. Fuck him then. <laughs> All right, fine. Fuck me, right? Fuck you. Okay. Um, since we're talking about movies, I did see another movie. Um, and I had never saw this before, but I saw Rosemary Baby for the first time. Rosemary's Baby. Did you guys ever see that movie? It's considered one of the greatest horror movies. Um, and it's actually, again, it got the honor of being selected by the Library of Congress for preservation, which in my book, if you're a filmmaker, that's like the ultimate honor. Fucking Oscar. Like when the government, the Library of Congress said that your movie is this significantly significant that they're going to preserve it forever. That's awesome. It was made Anyways, in 1968. Yeah. That's an old yeah. fucking movie. You, you watch that movie. It's two hours and 16 minutes long. I did. I watched it last weekend and uh, it was good. Um, it's kind of corny and again because it's old it's dated so you know some things are funny to you and stuff but um, right yeah not a bad flick you know um, took me 39 years to finally see it but um, you know I, growing up and in life you always heard that that was a classic horror movie and stuff so yeah I gave it a shot last weekend and uh, it wasn't too bad yeah I did that with um, I think it was uh, Night of the Living Dead the original one yeah that's a the I one get, when they're in the medical supply store? Yeah, the old, the first one, black and white one. Oh, oh that's, that's, uh, yeah, Night, Night of the Living Dead, yeah. Yeah, that one, man. They're, gonna, uh, they're coming to get you, Barbara. Yeah, that's <laughs> a rough movie. I mean, and it's funny, that movie's like, like, public domain now. It's like, nobody owns it, so you could, you could just play it and, you know, download I, it and it's free. And let's it's, see, that movie had to have been selected. Nah, uh, maybe. To be, uh, I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, actually, um, I saw a good documentary about that film. Um, that, you know, at the time with all the civil ri civil rights thing was going on in the country because this movie's from the '60s, '68, um, and it was the first time where like a, the the main guy, like the hero in a way, is black. Right. You know, at the time, there weren't too many films like that that, that had that, and. He, he smacks the woman, a white woman, and it was like one of the first times on film that a black man struck a white woman. Right. And, you know, it brought up, yeah, it, it is. The Library of Congress has selected it on the National Film Registry for preservation. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it was criticized heavily at the time of its release for explicit gore. Dude, you look at that movie now, and it's like, it's like, it's so bootleg. Yeah, like, yeah, like, like people get fucking pinched, and it's like, woo. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Um, it's uh, it is a good film. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's a good film when you compare it to the stuff that came out around the time that it came out. When you look at it now, it's I don't know. For me, it's a hard watch, but you know, you know, yeah, it's kind of a hard watch. Yeah, um, there is some points like the editing's bad in that film. Um, there's like some points where like there's no sound. Right. So, uh, yeah, man, it's a. Uh, I mean, it's without history, this, though. there's no Walking Dead. So exactly, exactly. And I'm kind of over that show. I don't know. I, I'm gonna finish the season and see what happens. Never yeah, won. we're behind. We, we, I mean, we've we saw up to the break, but we haven't seen any of the episodes since. We're like hoarding them. I don't know. Scooter and I are kind of over it, which is something else because at one time we really loved that show and we were so into it. But like this season, we're kind of like over it, dude. I would say give it another couple episodes before you start watching again. I think it's it's not bad. I don't know. I want to see wh- where they go with the whole Negan thing, so that's why I'm into it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Right. Well, All right, so I guess it's my time for my life hack. Yeah, let me get a life hack, bro. What, ha- what happened? All right, so before I start, um, we got to look into maybe some theme music for this because I think that'd be cool. But Yeah, okay, guys, so here's my life hack Yeah. for the for the week, two weeks, the show, whatever you want to say. All right. Um, this one might save your life. So do you get <laughs> nauseous in the car when you read? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I think a lot of people suffer from that, so – a good way to kind of relieve yourself from that uh-huh. is to tilt your head side to side like that. It doesn't matter what side well, if you start to the left or you, to the right or you go from the right to the left. But if you do that a few times with your eyes shut, that feeling of nausea will go away. Interesting. I will do that. So yeah, give it a shot. Because I do that like I'm on like if if my girl's driving and I'm on my phone reading whatever. Then yeah, I get like I can't do it for more than a couple of minutes before I go. Wait a second, I'm not feeling too good right now. Yeah, a lot of people suffer from that. Scooter does too when I'm driving and she's all up in her phone. So see, my my wife, she can fucking read a book. Like, yeah, some know, people are not affected. How you but... do that, man? Yeah, it's rough. Well, I can't sleep on a plane, for example. That's that's a lot of people find that weird too. Um, I will have to raise my hand on that one. Yes, I find that weird. All you need is for me, all I need is a Xanax and I'm out cold. See, I don't so need. I, I can't uh, even. I, I don't like to fly, and it's because I'm not in control. I, I have a little anxiety on a plane. Yes, I do, but a Xanax puts it all away. See, I'd rather huh. be, like, aware. If that shit's going down, I want to know what the fuck is happening. Uh, you'll know what's happening. If yeah. <laughs> shit will wake you up, dude. Nah, I, <laughs> yeah. want, I, want, I want to be there for the whole experience from beginning to end. I want to savor the last moments of my life if that's going to happen. Anyway. All right, cool. I'm going to try that because actually I'm uh, probably next weekend. We're definitely driving somewhere. So um, we'll see. Yeah. All right. Let thank you. Um, Steve. What up? What are we doing with your hair? I think my hair looks great, bro. Oh, all right. Cool. I see you got his beard all edged up. I thought you were going to lose the beard totally, but instead you <laughs> I got, got ne- up. Next week it's gone. My wife's birthday is next week. So why, why do you shave him for her birthday? Is that her I gift? The day, the day after her birthday, we made a deal because she likes the beard and I hate it. So from my birthday up until her birthday, I have to have a beard. Why do you hate it? Because I, I don't know. Itchy. It's itchy. It's uncomfortable. It's not. I just I look dirty. To me, I look fucking dirty. So well, I think you are good. dirty. You though. look like a you look <laughs> like a Backstreet Boy. See, that's also why. Uh... <laughs> All right, Eric. You yes. pl- uh, what are you plugging this week? Well, always comedy pop up. 
Uh, we're starting to kick ass and gain some steam. Uh, we're getting a lot of return comedians, and they're actually spreading the word, and other comedians are doing our show because of we're getting a good reputation. Right. Um, it's been a lot of fun lately, and uh, we just had this past weekend, we had back-to-back shows Friday in Redondo Beach and last night in Echo Park. Uh, both shows were sold out. Uh, the comics on both nights were awesome. The crowds that came were awesome. They all came uh, with an open mind, and you know they were expecting a good time. And they, and not only did we deliver, but they delivered by being a good crowd. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, man. So at Comedy Pop Up, uh, at Comedy, or, that's our social media at Comedy Pop Up, and then the website is ComedyPopUpLA.com. What's your average crowd size now? Um, well, in Redondo Beach. Um, we get about a hundred, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty much the capacity of that room. Yeah. Um, this Friday, last this Friday, we didn't get a hundred, but we got pretty close. And uh, I mean, all the seats were taken. I mean, t- two shows ago in Redondo Beach, because Redondo we do once a month, and then the one in Echo Park in LA we do every other week. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, <laughs> so two shows ago in Redondo Beach, it was standing room only. Like we were halfway through the show and people were still coming to the door buying tickets. That was awesome. Um, Is that legal? Yeah. Okay. I mean, we tell you that the show starts at eight. It's not my fault you get there at ten. You know. Um, No, no. I mean capacity of the room. That's what I'm talking about. Like legal. Okay. Yeah. Um. And then uh, the one in LA is is growing. Um, I will be honest, it's kind of been a struggle, but last night was our first Saturday show there and the crowd got there early and again, they were there to have a good time and, um, you know, a lot of the people that signed up ahead of time because that was a free show. All you got to do is just sign up online right? and, um, you can get in for free and you know, they, they came out last night. So, um, yeah, we're growing and it's, it's been a lot of fun lately. You know, things are happening. We got some things planned in the future. Uh, I can't expose them yet, but maybe the next episode, some of these will come to fruition, if that's the, how you say the word. Fruition, yeah, uh, fruition, yeah. So, fruition. Yeah, man, it's exciting. So, at Comedy Pop-Up, yep. And then check out my street photography at Eric underscore only on Instagram. I do like your street photography. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I did. You got some, you got some cool pictures on there. I like that. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that, man, because I take a lot of pride in that, and uh, I do want to kind of be known for that. And I actually do get some people on Instagram that message me, and they say that uh, that they like, you know, the stories that I tell in these photos, and I, I do appreciate that because I I do take that very seriously. I spend a lot of time between my day job and then doing comedy pop up stuff and then photography. So. I want to excel in all three. Cool. It's going to be a good day when you can quit your day job, huh? Dude, I can't. Yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, I, realistically, I'm a little far from that, but I mean, yeah. I really wish it could be. Yeah, I'll be a lot happier. Go in not tomorrow and take happy, a, Go I in tomorrow would... and take a shit on the floor and tell them, "Fuck you." <laughs> um, I don't think I would take a shit on the floor, but uh, you know, maybe like, "Yo, I'm out." Check me. How many pop-ups? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, good stuff, Eric. Glad to hear that's all going well. I, I can't wait to see one of these shows eventually when I make it the, hef- the fuck out there. Um, yeah, man. I can't wait to have you guys, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, man. I'm trying, I'm trying to actually get out there this summer. All right. Good, man. Yeah. 
I hope so. You know, you yeah, guys are more than welcome. She, she hasn't really been down to the L.A. part, so. She oh won't. man. We'll do it like we did last night, dude. We'll we'll do a comedy pop up. We'll clean up and then we'll fucking we'll crawl down <laughs> the Boulevard. Let's go. She can see the creatures. Yeah, man. Nice. All right. Well, thank you guys for another cool, fun episode. Ramble on podcast yeah. episode number forty three. Yo, Alex. Yeah. Maybe one day this fucking lifetime, let's do a wrestling show. I mean, I'm I keep saying I'm down for it, but I you know you don't say. Well, let, you're, you're the one that's always busy fucking at the weeknight. Let me know when you're good, bro. I'm never busy on the weeknight. I'm here for you all the time, bro. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, until we get that show out, we'll see you guys in a couple <laughs> weeks. Eric, Steve, anything else before we sign off? No, I'm good, man. All right. Well, yeah. Later. Peace out, New Jersey.